You're listening to Wander and Roam. Hey, Raindrop. Uh, yeah? Where do you see your life heading in the next five to ten years? You know, I find your whole goal mysterious. Oh, that's a good question. Five to ten years? That's like double my life. Yeah. I'll be so old. Oh. Well, I'd like to find myself ruling some country or maybe be some pirate king in the middle of the ocean. I mean, there's so many possibilities. I just, I want to see it all. So definitely you're thinking oppression then. I mean, it's on the table, but... (laughs) Leaving the city and its delicious food, our heroes decide that it's time to wander back to the familiarity of the heath. While looking for a way home, they discover that the only boat heading north is a steamship that is playing host to a wedding ceremony. Welcome to the Wedding on the Water. Whoa! I don't know why we said whoa. We've been walking and then we saw the ship. I mean, this dock is pretty slippery. Yeah, you don't want to fall. Careful there. I was just impressed by the boat. (laughs) It's a big boat. Yeah, like whoa! Aldrin walks up to the weasel at the ramp and says, four tickets, please, for the boat. Okay, well, uh, you can get the four tickets, but uh, it's going to cost you. That is how these transactions work, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you understand uh, how money works. So I'm going to need eight nickels for the four tickets, please. Eight nickels, there you are, good sir. I should warn you that this boat has been mostly rented out by a wedding party. Oh, just mostly? uh, Yes, mostly. Mostly rented out? Yeah, you see, there's a small section... That's where you guys are going to sit. All right. Um, now, this journey is a six-hour ride, so okay. you'll have to stay in your little four-by-four four box That's the four, entire time. Four what by four what? Feet by feet. We need to get home. Here's the money, sir. By the way, who, who's getting married? You can get on the ship and find out. I don't know. Oh, there is a sign right there that says, welcome, well, wedding party. That's the thing, is that you assumed that I could read. I just work with the money. I don't care about what the words say. Kyle and Sasha. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that you know how to read. Show off. (laughs) From the boat, a monkey sticks his head over the rails and yells, Hey, that weasel's not trying to sell you tickets, is he? This boat's reserved. Fully reserved. Oh, well, we just paid this guy and, and Squeaker's turns and the weasel's gone. Oh, don't worry. We're, um, we're family of the married couple. We're friends with... Sile and Kasha. Sile and Kasha. Sile and Kasha. I feel bad for you. Come on board. Yes. Hey, you know what? Even a pity invite is still an invite. Let's go. (laughs) Just don't touch anything and stay below decks. The ceremony's all above deck, so hopefully you won't even be noticed. I promise to touch everything. What was that? Nothing. As the gang comes aboard the ship, they notice streamers that are all kinds of colors, pastels, and they see a lot of animal folk dressed in tuxedos and dresses, holding cups of punch and eating hors d'oeuvres and talking amongst one another. There is a string quartet comprised of penguins sitting on the deck. Guys, this is a fancy wedding. Yeah, I feel a little underdressed. Well, it's a good thing we're going down below where presumably no one will see us in our shame. Yes, we are going to stay strictly below deck. Oh, right, they right? have a cheese platter. <gasps> Ooh, 
I'm sure there's cheese down below deck, too. Squeakers. Is... Squeakers and Raindrop begin walking towards the buffet. Cheese, cheese, cheese. I love cheese. I love Gouda. I love American. I love... Where's America? Don't forget Monster oh, and Brie. I thought you were going to say Brie when you said, like, it rhymed. I thought about it, but then all words left yeah, my head and I could remember Instead of zagging, I like where your brain was going. Walking up to the buffet... Squeakers and Raindrop are stopped by a turtle wearing a tuxedo. Can I help you? We was just admiring this fine spread, and we was hoping that we might be able to partake as... And Squeakers turns and winks to Raindrop. The guests of the bride. Oh, mm-hmm. no. I'm sorry, you said, oh, no. He forgot his medicine. He He's sad that he forgot I understand. It. He's sundowning. My shoe's untied. Oh, no. <sighs> I see, I see. Well... I see you're eyeing our buffet table. Mm-hmm. Here, mm-hmm. allow me to get that for you. You see, I'm a waiter by trade. I work here. I'm attached to the boat. But this wedding, you see, the planner brought a buffet. So what's my job then, huh? What am I supposed to do? You want salad? There's a salad bar. Here, I'll give you some. I usually don't like my salad with these little beets. Oh, well, you can take them out and throw them in the river. Well, okay, some waiter. What was your name again, sir? My name is Riddley. Nice to meet you. Yeah, so you said that you're a part of the boat crew, not here for the wedding. That's right, the owner of the boat keeps me aboard. Like permanently, or uh, is this... Well, like, it's a permanent position. I work here. It's not. I'm not cursed, if that's what you're thinking. Oh, okay, okay that's, that's good. See, definitely we've... not cursed. Okay, see, at first I was like, he's definitely Relieved. not cursed. Yeah. yeah, but then you said that. Now, just a glint over your question, eyes. I, uh... No, really, I'm, I'm not cursed, except, you know, by the looming shadow of employment. You know, like, uh. oh, nine to five every day. Except for me, I live on the boat, so it's more than nine to five every day. It's like all day, every day. But I'm not working all that time. I just sort of, you know, I live below the lower deck. Mm-kay. Well, it sounds like you have a lot going on. Um, we'll help ourselves to the buffet and No, let please you... don't do that. That's my job. And also, I'm so lonely. <laughs> okay, meanwhile... <laughs> Squeakers uh, has snuck off from this conversation (laughs) to go and mingle with the guests. Squeakers taps a peacock on the shoulder. We use. I was curious when the the festivities were going to start. Well, let's see. And the peacock pulls out a giant clipboard with an army of writing down it and says, hmm, 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 yes, 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 wedding party. I am so sorry. If you could just get out of the way. We are on a very tight schedule. The party's supposed to meet here at 2.30. Ironically, she answered my question. <laughs> so if you could be, you know, sit in your spot by 2.30, then that will be uh, great. Thank you, thank you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. Say, I forgot my watch. Uh, what time is it right now? Uh, the peacock will uh, unfurl their arm and look down at their gold watch. Crap, it's 1.45. We're behind schedule, we're behind schedule. Move, move, I must go fetch the bride. The peacock scurries off in a hurry, and Squeakers is left alone on the boat, holding a plate of cheese. I'm glad we got away from that waiter. Oh man, he sure could talk. Hey, uh, pardon me, dude. Did I hear that peacock saying she was gonna go fetch Sasha? I mean, she said the bride is Sasha the bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- sorry. You must be with the groom then. Yeah, no, Sasha's the bride. Is she gonna go get the bride, Sasha? Guys, 
This guy sounds sloshed. It's like he's had a couple of cups of that punch. Yeah, he got punched right in the face. I mean, you'd be drinking heavily too if the love of your life was marrying a Komodo dragon. Hey man, don't be racist. Whoa, so, sir, uh, what was your name? said the love of your life is marrying another person? Yeah, I mean, I don't really care, like, that he's a Komodo dragon. It's more the fact that she's marrying anyone besides me. Oh. oh. How long have you known her? A large alpaca with very knotted fur stands before you. I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've known her for about three months. Oh. Oh, one of these guys. Hey, uh, you should probably go take a seat. It seems like you've had a few, and doesn't look like you're going to be standing up for very long, so you might as well go sit down right now. You know, that's a good idea. Um, I'll tell you what. You have a seat. I'm going to go find Sasha. Oh, that oh. sounds like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Squeakers pulls the gang in an aside. Mm-hmm. I think we need to go talk to the bride and groom and just see how compatible they are, or if maybe... Drunk Alpaca is the true love of Sasha's life. And then we have this like love triangle going on, and I love sitcoms. That was so. exactly what I was hoping for. I, I was bored, and I think that we ought to do some meddling. I love meddling. It's my favorite pastime. I personally am going to branch off, maybe form a B-plot down in the lower deck where we are meant to be. B-plot. Very good. <laughs> Mr. Alpaca and the huddle breaks, and the alpaca has wandered off. Does he need a babysitter, or are we going to let that one go? I think we should probably let that one go. I mean, he seemed to be pretty uh, set in his ways. Let's go see if we can find Sasha before he does, though. Ooh, good plan. The gang moves around the deck, going into the cabin area. Mm-hmm. When inside, there are several rooms down a long hallway. Various staff members with carts that are filled with food, passing back and forth. Down the hallway, you see the peacock wedding planner pacing back and forth in front of a door. Oh, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Why is she taking so long? Why is she taking so long? Oh, this is going to put us back. The door has a sign on it that says, Bride. The peacock turns around and once again knocks on the door furiously. Um, Sasha, uh, are you ready yet? Because we're a little behind schedule. The door opens and the alpaca sticks his head out and says, Oh yeah, sorry, dude. Um... Yeah, Sasha's gone. She's not in here. Gone! Gone. The peacock faints. The alpaca steps over the peacock and wanders back towards the deck. We should have followed him. Okay, well, but see, here's the thing is we basically did. Well, now that there's no guard by the door and the bride's door is totally open, we should do some investigating. I think you're absolutely right. The gang walks and steps (laughs) over the fainted peacock into the bride's room. The bride's room is a beautiful rustic room with a large vanity mirror on one side, some couches, and several packed bags next to the door. In the corner, there's a large armoire with the door slightly ajar. Look at all of these feathered boas. I mean, the bride certainly does have a a theme going on here. Unique. Yeah, what's the theme? Uh, Burlesque dancer? (laughs) I was going to say rainbow vomit, but that works too. The door of the armoire creaks open. Is is he gone? The alpaca? Y- yes, the alpaca. Yeah, we uh, we sent him alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really good news. See, he was trying to get in here earlier and I I just didn't know what to do, so so I hid. From the armoire, Sasha, the bride emerges. 
an iguana with bright green skin wearing a white dress with her tail poking out the end of it. Who are you guys? Oh, we're friends of Kyle? Kasha? Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, Corbin. We're friends of Corbin. Yes. You guys aren't from either side, are you? Well, if we say no, does that get us kicked off this boat? No, no. Honestly, <sighs> we paid so much money and there were so many RSVPs for this wedding, but then like only like half of them showed up and oof. You know, we already paid the money, so as long as you guys eat the food, I don't really care. Oh, I have that covered. Um, would you like a cheese slice? Oh. And Raindrop holds out the heaping platter of cute cheeses. Sasha grabs a handful of cheese and starts furiously popping them into her mouth. She's pacing back and forth nervously. So what did the alpaca say to you? It's not so much about what he said, it's about what he's doing. Three months ago, I, like, dated this guy oh. and... Honestly, like, it was fine, except that he was, like, really, like, weirdly possessive. Like, Ooh, no good. he thought that he could, like, own me. Boom. And it was really, like, it was really disheartening. And honestly, I just, like, and I just, and tears start welling up in her eyes. Oh, no. I didn't even know why he came. I didn't, I, nobody sent him an invitation. And he just showed up on the boat. I hate to interrupt, but... You dated him three months ago. That's a very quick turnaround. Well, I didn't stay with him. Yeah, if, he, if he's a loser, then good riddance. How yeah. long have you been dating your husband? I Listen, I met him three weeks ago. Oh. oh. Well, when you, you know, you no, know. No, but Kyle, he's just like so sweet and so nice. And he just gets me. And he just like makes me feel like a princess. Also has money. Frankly, I'm surprised you could even plan a wedding in three weeks. Sasha turns to Aldern and looks directly into his eyes and says, I have been planning my dream wedding since I was six years old. I have volumes of books about this. Okay. Do you understand just how much thought and care has got you think you think that I planned this whole thing and reserved the boat and got all of the invitations set out and also had a bridal shower in three weeks uh, sorry one last question <laughs> did you reserve all of this before meeting your husband I may have picked the date before the man <laughs> oh shoot you guys Franklin, he's the guy who's been following me. Mm -mm. He's not a bad guy, but he's just a little misguided and I think a little drunk. So do we do we need to take care of him? I mean, nicely, but yes. Mm. Okay. We could nicely shove him off the boat, guys. Yes. Uh, if you guys would do that, oh my goodness, that would be so huge for me. Mm. And if you could do that, not only would I like let you stay on the boat, <gasps> yeah, perfect. but like also you could be in my wedding party. <gasps> Ooh. I know this one wants to. I do. Oh, wait, that's something you say. <laughs> do you have room for a flower girl? Are you asking? Because, yes, I would love it if you wanted to be the flower girl. Oh, darn it. Um, no, I jobs. was talking about no, our duckling. You know what? That's perfect. You're actually, right. like, that's that's actually really great. So what was your name again? Uh, my name is Aldern, Aldern Feathersby. It's going to be the flower girl. Uh, no, and I'm no. very excited. Thank you so much. Meanwhile, Hamish descends a fragile, ancient ladder 
and drops into the lower deck of the ship. The space is dank and musty, and illuminated only by torches hanging on the walls. The floor, seemingly made of stone, is strewn with hay and spots of who knows what. The area is very humid as the steam from the steam engine leaks out into the bottom. I thought that was supposed to go upwards. You'd think so. Oh, who said that? (laughs) Who's there? Bees, illuminate! The bees begin glowing, revealing a marmot. The marmot has striped overalls and a little striped hat on, and he says... I'm the conductor here. You're the con- I keep this ship running. You're, you're the conductor? Yep. You're sure? Because um, you're dressed seemingly like a prisoner, and you're down in this dungeon-like space. It's uh, kind of hard to tell the difference aboard this cursed boat. Oh, do you- I mean, <laughs> in my place of employment. Yeah, like, so you work here permanently? You're, like, here all day, every day? About 16 hours a day, yeah. Oh, so where do you go the other hours? Sleep. Okay, so you're still here, you're just, your mind has escaped. You could say that. Alright, well, you know what, I'm gonna pop a seat here on this bale of hay. You don't mind, do you? No, I don't mind, just be sure you don't stay here too long, you may get stuck here. I may get stuck here? What, like they're gonna hire me? You're not looking for a job, are you? Not actively, but... Have you ever been a conductor? Will you take my position? Uh, you know, I think I'm gonna pass for the moment, but I will reserve the right to come back if I change my mind. I'm gonna just walk further this direction into this tunnel. The marmot pulls the hat off his head and becomes ethereal, and he hands it towards you. Oh, no. Um, well, thank you for the hat. Whoa, no, he disappeared! Take my curse! (laughs) Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Maybe the only way out of this curse is if I go through. I'm gonna walk down this ominous and shadowy tunnel. Hamish's footsteps echo as he walks, the space seeming to stretch onward, forward and backward, with a constant pulsing of steam running through pipes that run along the edges of the boat. Hey, bees, what do you want to take this hat? No, all right, dang. Somewhere, uh... Raindrop gets a feeling. I feel like someone's going on a greater adventure. (laughs) Walking out of the cabin and back onto the deck, the gang spot Franklin the alpaca, standing next to a group of what the gang assumes is the bride's family. Hey, do you guys know where, like, you have more champagne here, right? More champagne? Oh, dear. There is a California champagne. Guys, guys, um, Team Huddle? Yeah, what's going on, Raindrop? Okay, so I think if we lure the alpaca to the side of the boat with all of these remaining cheese cubes, you distract him and I'll give him a mighty shove. We're not throwing a drunk man overboard. Oh, but I think that would be so fun. Maybe we can tell him we found the bride and send him below decks to search for the bride. Oh, you know what? That's actually a really Mm. good idea. Because Hamish is already down below deck, Mm. so he'll be able to keep him company? Lay the cheese cubes on it, and Raindrop will fade into the crowd and start laying a cheese trail to a trap door. Squeakers walks over to the alpaca and says, Hey there, buddy. How you doing? Um, I'd be a lot better with some champagne. Oh. Non-Californian champagne. You know what? I actually think I know a place where there might be some more champagne. I'd be willing to give you, like, 20 nickels a bottle for Ch- that champagne. 20 nickels? 
It's been really bad champagne. Do no. you have some good champagne? Oh, for 20 nickels, I got the best champagne money can buy. Why don't you follow me in this line of cheese to the champagne? Oh, the only thing I love more than champagne <laughs> is floor cheese. <laughs> Rather than picking up the cheese, he bends down and eats the cheese directly off the floor. Waiting for the alpaca to catch up with him, Squeakers walks over to the trap door. He grabs the O-ring and hoists it up. And as he does so, mist comes out from below the door with a hiss. Um, um, oh, oh, here he um, comes, here he comes. Um, um, guys, I don't think maybe we should stop him from falling into the... Um, Shh. Um, <laughs> um. There you go, buddy. Champagne right down there. Doesn't look that far down. You could probably jump if you want to. I could just jump it. I don't need any ladders. Yeah, jump. Go Franklin ahead and do jump. Alpaca do it. eats the final square of cheese and then leaps into the hole. Whoa. He, he did like a whole swan dive right That's there. 10 out of 10, I'd yeah. say. I hope he turns around to land on his feet. That's not our problem anymore. And Ray Chapel slammed the trap door shut. In front of Hamish, a trap door briefly appears in the ceiling. Fog billows out before an alpaca falls down on top of him. Whoa. Hey, dude, do you have any champagne? No, I don't have any champagne. What do I look like? A champagne, uh, well, I'll be dang. I don't know what kind of person sells champagne. A champagne? Yeah, a champagne, a champion. That's right. I'm no champion. Um, yeah, dude. Um, I don't know. Hey, do you know where Sasha is? I don't know who that is. The bride. Oh, uh, no, I assume she's up on the upper deck. Uh, now, if you could step aside, I'm answering the call of adventure here. Hey, if you see any brides or champagne, you give me a ring. You two bees? No, no, no. If you want to marry someone, you give the ring. I don't give you a ring. I never bought her a ring. I was meaning to, but like... Suddenly, hundreds of shadowy arms emerge from the darkness and <gasps> grab Franklin, pulling him back into the darkness. <gasps> well, I mean, that took care of itself rather nicely. <laughs> Now don't wander off. Wander and Rome will be right back. Hey folks, Addison here. If you're listening to this as it's released, Wander in Rome is nearing the end of season one. We'd like to thank you all for your support. It means the world to us to be able to share these stories with you. We'll be taking a short break after episode 23 to prepare for season 2. We have a lot of exciting things in the works, including merch featuring our wonderful character art, and a Patreon where you can find exclusive content from all Winterhawk shows, including a Halloween special Wander in Rome slasher that is not suitable for young listeners. Once more, thank you so much for your continued support. Like our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, leave us a review, and share this delightful show with your friends and colleagues. Our final episode of Season 1 will release on August 2nd, and Wander in Rome Season 2 will return October 4th. to know Danny. You're Danny. Who am I? Summer. I'm Summer. We are Bisexually Lit. This is a podcast about movies and life and everything in between. 
two best friends who are loud and queer and love to talk about movies on and off mic and we'd like to take you along for the ride why did we name our podcast bisexually lit well like you know a we're bisexual extremely b we're we're getting lit we're giving literary and thematic readings to the movies we love You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We drop a new episode every other Monday, bi-weekly, if you will. Oh, I will. Have you ever seen something you couldn't explain? Have you ever felt like something was watching you, even when you were alone? Have your dreams ever started bleeding into the reality around you? Starting March 8th, join us bi-weekly as we travel around the contiguous United States sharing strange stories and discovering mysteries hidden within the vastness of America. Listen to Lower 48 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on deck. Well, that is a promotion for all of us, guys. Ciao, well done. It's getting very close to 2.30. We should uh, probably find our seats, huh? The gang heads towards the stern of the ship, where there are several chairs set up. The chairs are packed with all manner of animal folk. At the head of the chairs is a walrus wearing a priest's collar and a Komodo dragon standing in a tuxedo. The penguins are playing in their quartet as the gang takes their seats. This is so exciting. Yeah, I feel a little underdressed, frankly. I don't think my duster is really uh, matching the fine dresses and shirts that these folks are wearing. We flew in from out of town. It's fine. People will understand. The penguins begin playing the wedding march. The walrus walks up and says, Will everyone please rise for the bride? Standing, the gang turns their attention towards the back of the boat and sees Sasha entering hesitantly scanning the audience for Franklin. Raindrop will wave towards Sasha and give her a big thumbs up and a wink. Reassured by this, Sasha, escorted by a larger iguana, walks towards the front of the boat. I guess I told her I would be the flower girl, but I'm just not going to say anything. It's fine. Aldrin, this was a chance of a lifetime. Suddenly, Sasha turns and says, Where are the rose petals? Oh. Where are the rose petals? Raindrop. On it. <laughs> the peacock runs out. Rose petals, the rose petals, the rose petals. Sasha is freaking out. I cannot get married unless it's perfect. I have been planning this wedding for who knows how long, and there are no rose petals while I walk to the front. Don't, don't, don't worry. I, I got the rose petals. I got the rose petals. The peacock runs back to the start of the aisle and throws handfuls of rose petals. You are not the flower girl! Well, they weren't waiting at their station. I don't know where they ran to. Uh, Where is the flower girl? Oh. Everybody sit back down. I'm doing this again. Sasha walks (laughs) back into the cabin. A look of horror crosses the groom's face. (laughs) Um, Aldern, I think you better get over there before she stabs you. (laughs) Um. Yeah, Aldern, it seems like you stepped in it deep. Oh, shoot. Aldern walks towards the bride and says, Okay, we have good news. We've taken care of Franklin, and I am here to be the flower girl. Okay, and what's the bad news? That's it. 
Wait, but you said the good news. I'm sorry I was late, but the good news is Franklin's taken care of. Okay, all right, all right, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Now let's get you married to a man you've known for three weeks. Yes, that's all I've been asking. Meanwhile, on the lower deck, Hamish sees a little light getting closer and closer as he and the bees continue down the spooky tunnel. And towards the light, he sees more ghostly hands reaching from the walls. And he sees a sign hanging seemingly on nothing. It says, HR. Bees? Is it just me or is this sign awful similar to the one we saw in that chocolate factory? Oh yeah, this is bad news. This is bad news, friends. Come on in. A door materializes underneath the sign, and it creaks open. Uh, my sense of self-preservation says I shouldn't go in there, but my sense of story says I should. And Hamish steps through the creaky door. Well, well, well. A new hire. Oh. I was expecting an alpaca, but you'll do. Take oh, a seat. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, wh what am I here for? Your onboarding paperwork. No! <laughs> we'll need three forms of ID. Uh... A gecko sitting at a large wooden desk pulls out a stack of papers and a folder and begins sorting through them. The gecko is bright, vibrant red and wearing a black suit. What are you here for? Eternity. No, no! <laughs> I mean, um, to help you settle into your new position. Oh man, there's something I don't like about this bees. Are you seeing all this? And Hamish turns his head and he sees Ridley the waiter and Franklin the alpaca, both with vacant looks on their faces, now wearing uniforms. <laughs> Now, now. Back to work, you two. All right. Yeah, dude. We'll, uh, we'll get back to work then. Hey, Franklin. Working hard? Hardly working. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Yes, they've both got quite the sense of humor. Will we need to onboard the 95 bees as well? Meanwhile, Squeakers gets a really weird feeling. Aw, oh, too bad Hamish is missing this. I think he'd really love it. Yeah. Do you think that, like, we should, like, bring him some food or something? I gave all my cheese to the alpaca. I'm sure he'll manage. Hey, you're supposed, to be, you're supposed to be throwing uh -huh. flowers <laughs> right now. Don't you talk to me. Forget me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Aldern scurries to the back of the boat again. Aldern begins throwing rose petals with every very, very slow step that he takes. Squeakers turns to Raindrop and says, I really feel bad that Hamish is missing this. Do you think that we should maybe go see if he wants at least some of the food from the buffet? Oh, maybe we should. Step together. Step together. I think we have some time. Yeah, I think uh, Aldern's got this. Raindrop and Squeakers go back over to where they thought the trap door was. I... I thought it was here. Yeah, I, I could have swore that there's a piece of cheese left over. I, I'm pretty sure this is where it was supposed to be. Huh. Want to maybe walk to the back of the boat? Let's see if we can find it. Yeah, there's a, there's a piece of cheese right there. Oh. Maybe we just misremembered. Yeah, may, maybe. Uh, Raindrop and Squeakers will 
discovering a new cheese trail leading towards the back of the ship. Cautiously follow until the cheese just stops. And they look down and they see a grate covering the rest of the hallway leading to the back of the ship. And there's a faint light down at the bottom. Huh. Squeakers gets right on top of the grate and says, Hi, Hamish. Can you hear me? Hello, sir. How can I help you? In all my days, I ain't never had Hamish call me sir. Something's wrong, Raindrop. (gasps) So wrong. The grate opens of its own accord. And stepping out of the dim red light is a bright red gecko in a black suit that says, Oh my, are you looking for employment as well? Oh no, no, we're uh, we're looking for our friend, actually. Have you seen him? He's about uh, yay big and he's... uh... The gecko grins widely and says, Oh yes, I've seen him. We're always happy for referrals. Seemingly floating on air, Hamish rises out of the darkness, his eyes glowing red, fog billowing around him, as he says, Hello, my friends. It is nice to see you. But unfortunately, I am on my shift right now. Please come back in 15 minutes. He's fitting right in. Will you be paying in cash or credit? Oh, Hamish, I didn't realize you got a job. That's That's actually really... I am the conductor. Also, I work in operations. They're having you do two jobs? We're doubling up because we've had some departures recently. The marmot screams and throws himself over the side of the boat, screaming, Save yourselves! Oh, um, well that's interesting. Did you know that if you join our team this month, you will receive a sign-on bonus? Now, here's the thing. (laughs) They give you the sign-on bonus, but... Like, they'd still assign you two jobs. Do they pay you two salaries for oh, the yeah. for the two jobs that you do? No, I am just grateful for what I have been allowed to do. Now, that doesn't sound it's like Hamish at all. It's freaking out a little bit, actually. Hey, and the gang turns towards the gecko. Oh, how rude of me. Allow me to introduce my co-workers. And 95 bees in little uniforms rise out of the darkness. Okay, we know who these are. We don't need an introduction for every single one of them. I know this, this is sh- 75. Oh, he's going to do it anyway. He's my supervisor. Oh. Wait, he's over you? He got here before I did. (laughs) The gecko shakes his head and pulls out a notepad and says, That marmot will not be eligible for rehire. Gotta get back to work. Nice seeing you, friends. Oh, Squeakers, this is really starting to freak me out. Yeah, Hamish ain't got no job. He's a gambling man. That's how he makes his money. This honest version of Hamish is freaking me out. really freaking me out. Hey, sir. Squeakers turns to the gecko. Yes. Um, y'all said something about employment or whatever. Is there a, like a term to the contract that you gave him or uh, what was what's the deal there? That's funny. Most people don't ask about the fine print. Well, the terms are you serve the ship. Okay. Until the ship is done with you. Or until someone takes your position. Oh, so Hamish took someone else's job? The gecko casts a glance over to where the marmot threw himself from the ship and says, Oh, yes. Okay, alright. Um, what would constitute the ship being done with the person? I have yet to see that occur. Okay, well, that's uh, very nice meeting you. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll 
do you have a card or something we can use to contact you later if we're uh, interested in employment? Mm. Oh, absolutely. And he whips out a card that is jet black and printed in bright, shining gold. And it says, Mephistopheles. Squeakers tips his hat and says, Mighty fine to meet you, uh, Meph of what... Hey, Raindrop, can you read that? Nope. Hey, be careful with that. Names have power. They do, so... Hey, Franklin Ridley, come over here. I need some help dealing with this customer. I'm on my way, Hamish. Yeah, dude, do you need some help with stuff? (laughs) Hey, Raindrop, this Meffle whatever guy. Yeah, Staffy. Yeah, Staffy. Steffo, Bambino. Yeah, I think that's what it says. Uh, He's real sinister. He said that names have power and a bunch of other gobbledygook. Yeah. I wonder if we burn the ship down if... Yes. Yeah, if that'll free Hamish. I was thinking the exact same thing, and I think this is our only choice, really. The logical next step. Yeah, I think so. I have um, an army of lighters in my jacket. Where did you get those? Oh, I collect things, and this seemed useful in you the mean, future. By collecting, do you mean steel? Well, they are shiny, and it appeals to my personality. Well, guys, the wedding went remarkably well. They're all married up. Franklin steps over to the gang. He leans over to Squeakers, and he says... What a beautiful wedding. Are we are, are we not lighting the ship on fire? Because uh, Raindrop is holding a set of curtains that she has already started lighting with her lighter. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Oh. We need to get Hamish here first so we can grab him and then light it on fire. Oh, right, yes. Um, question. Why are we burning the boat down? Oh, oh. you missed a lot while you were watching that boring wedding. No, you, you- missed a lot. <laughs> 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 the music was beautiful, and they let loose a dozen doves that they had been keeping in cages. <laughs> They've been keeping doves in cages? Do you think it was just part of the show, or do you think that, uh... Maybe they were paid actors. Yeah, I'd hope so. We're burning the ship down to free Hamish from evil, evil capitalism. This weird gecko gave us this card. Can you read that? Uh, yes, it says Mephistopheles. <gasps> What did you say? Mephistopheles emerges from the wall. Ah! Who dares speak my name? Well, it's on a card. Why yeah, would you, you gave us this card. We, are we not supposed to read it out loud? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, damn. I gave them the card with the real name. Oh, oh wait a oh, minute. So okay, good. hold up, hold up, hold up. Raindrop, I got a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mephistopheles... I meant to give them the card that said Rumpelstiltskin. Um, I'm I'm not Mephist... I'm Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, sure you are. Mm -hmm. Mephistopheles, (gasps) could you come over here for just a minute? Coming, sir. Wow, these names really do have power. This is amazing. We we do so much. What do you want? Could you get me another plate of this cheese stuff? Ooh, I think yeah, that yeah. this was really good and they're all two. out at the buffet. Two. Oh, two, two plates. Do I look like a waiter? Do well, I... is your name Mephistopheles? Coming, sir. Yes. Okay, change of plans. Okay. We have our own gecko demon. Amazing. We can get him to do whatever. Oh, wait, we have to free our friend. Okay, when okay. he gets back, we're going to summon Hamish, I guess. We can probably just do that right now while we're waiting, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, hey, uh, Aldern, you want to take that one? You want me to summon Hamish? 
How can I help you, How? sir? <laughs> Hamish, we need you to get ready to leave. You can do that, can't you? My shift goes on for another 15 hours, uh, but I can go with you then, though that's my sleeping time. Okay, guys, change of plans. We burn the boat down in 15 hours. I don't know that I can wait that I long. I can't. I'm very trigger happy and... <laughs> Here is your cheese, oh, geez. sir and madam. Oh, oh sir and madam. madam. Wow, a polite <laughs> gecko. Squeakers grabs one of the plates and begins munching on the cheese. Mephistopheles, our second wish is that you free our friend Hamish. Sir, there is no way to release your friend. He signed a binding contract. He is here until the boat is done with him or until someone else takes over his contract. Hamish puts the little conductor's hat back on and he says, Well, enough ops work. Time to go be a conductor. Toot, toot. Maybe if we reverse the situation, we can be like... Karen's about this whole situation. Oh, yeah. Hey, so uh, I looked at the schedule, though, and uh, it seems like the wedding is over in an hour. Is that where the boat's going to stop, or are we going to reach a port or something? Yeah. That is where the boat will stop, and then once the passengers have offloaded, the crew will turn the boat around and head back downstream. Mm-hmm. Squeakers, new plan? Okay. Okay, so we dock, okay. and then we light the ship on fire, and then the boat is done. Yes. And in the meantime, so we get us some iced tea. Okay. I am obligated to inform <laughs> you that your friend cannot leave the boat and will burn with the boat. No, because I require him to help me remove my luggage from the boat and I can't carry it because I am small. Unfortunately, Mephistopheles, 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 Mephistopheles. You have to let us. You have to let us. We know your name. I cannot reverse the contract. He is a conductor and not a porter. However, if you were to find somebody to take his place under the contract, perhaps then your friend would be allowed to leave. Raindrop, I have another idea. Oh, okay. I love it. Snowballing here. Okay, okay. As this conversation continues, the boat approaches the dock. The wedding party begins leaving. The groom walks past and he's arm in arm with the bride and he has a sheet white look on his face and he says oh I have made a terrible mistake anything is better than a life of marriage <gasps> anything oh, honey you don't mean that like no, I, have, I, I do I have all of these things planned for a honeymoon I've been thinking about this since I was eight I've known you for three weeks what was I doing with my life uh, uh, oh I think now's our opportunity <clears throat> Oh, so I heard there's a new opening for the conductor of this ship. Squeakers turns to Raindrop and getting the idea, winks. Oh yeah, I heard that there's a life of adventure on the high river. Not tied down by a spouse or a family. Port to port, women in every port of every area. Did somebody say something about a life of freedom aboard a riverboat? Oh, Oh, as a matter of fact, I did. That wouldn't be anything you're interested in, sir. You just entered the bonds of holy matrimony. Uh, Sasha, I'm sorry. That's your name, right, Sasha? Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes, yes. This is the first time I've heard you say my name. Don't be too offended. You don't even know my last name. Of course I do. Kyle? I need out. I'm sorry. It's been a great 20 minutes, and... You're in luck. Uh, Mephistopheles? 
Yes. For my third wish, mm. I want you to uh, have Hamish's place replaced with this guy. Oh, I'm so glad he thinks they're limited wishes. Yes. Come down below, sir. Let's get you signed up for the role of conductor. As Kyle and Mephistopheles disappear into the shadows, the trapdoor creaks open. From down below, a single gnarled, scaled hand shoots up and grabs Squeakers by the leg. Oh no! This is this ain't this ain't good, folks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just pulling myself up. You see, I was on break. As I said, my quarters are below the below decks. You're going to be dragged into the pit of darkness. Oh, man, that was... Honestly, I was thinking... I had flashbacks to that scary cabin we were in. Anyway, what are you doing here? This is the break room. We're here to pick up Hamish. His shift goes on another, what, 14 and a half hours? Luckily, we found someone who agreed to take his position. Does he know this? No, we're uh, actually here to tell him that. Yeah. Hamish. Yeah. Good news, you don't have a job anymore. You were fired. They, they fired me? Yeah, they thought that your life might go in a in a different direction. What, what did I do? Oh, nothing. Uh, that was our fault. Let's go. <laughs> After all this time? Yeah, all 20 minutes of your servitude. So I've been here so... I think that they still have to pay you for the full day, though. I think so, too. The gecko appears in a puff of smoke and says, Hamish, you will receive your final check within 24 hours. You're free to go. Yeah, sure I will. And Hamish takes the hat off. Huh. Well, that actually feels real good. You know what? You can go and stuff it, Mr. M. Well said. (laughs) The gecko disappears in a flash of smoke. And I'll be back to pick up my 95 bees when their shift is over in 14 hours. Oh. (laughs) Oh, we gotta find 95 souls to take their place to. Unless we burned on the shelf. Yeah, I still think that that's a viable option. We're going with it. Wait a minute. One of my bees was a supervisor. If my bees are all management, then they don't have to do their jobs. And they can float above the ship as it burns. See, it's all aligning. All right, well, let's just burn it to the ground. On it. (laughs) The gang stands before the smoldering wreckage encircled by flying bees and watches as the riverboat burns to a cinder. Something beautiful about this. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Fire relaxes me. (laughs) The bees hover and eat little crumbs of cheese as on the dock, four penguins play their string instruments as the strains of Nearer My God to Thee drift into the sky (laughs) and the sun gently sets. On the other side of the river, a blood-red gecko in a suit creeps out of the water and glances shiftily about before disappearing into the woods. Next week on Wander and Rome. As a new day breaks, Aldern, Raindrop, Squeakers, and Hamish climb a narrow trail into the hills that look over the moor. A cool wind brings them the familiar scent of home and the sound of soft, shapeless words as they come to a narrow pass tucked away between two white stone cliffs, each carved with rows upon rows of statues, showing all types of animal folk dressed in robes from a bygone time. This is the Whispering Canyon. Music for Wander and Rome is written and performed by Gary Argyle. 
Wander and Rome is produced by Winterhawk Podcasts and Gary Argyle. For more great shows, visit winterhawkpodcasting.com.